are listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more totally free anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. This guest is Camilla Mello. Hi, Camilla, are you there? Camilla, are you there? Oh, hi. Yes. Hi. You are there. This is John with uh, our, on our anxiety stories. How are you doing? Uh. I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. So uh, my notes here say that you're a student, student with lived ex, uh, experience of anxiety. Can you tell me a little yes. bit about your anxiety story? Uh, yes. Um, so I'm from Brazil. I'm 26 now. And when I, I've always been an anxious person mm-hmm. uh, since I was a kid. And I think my family as well, my dad's family. Um, so I've always been anxious, but when I was 17... I went through a, a bad breakup, mm-hmm. and that gave me a lot of anxiety, like even more. And I ended up uh, developing some sort of OCD. Yeah. Uh, I could shower maybe like 20 times a day. Right. I would wash my hands all the time until right. my skin starts um, bleeding. Wow. So, yeah, and a lot of other um, symptoms. Yeah. Um, compulsive uh, symptoms yeah and that la- lasted for a couple of years oh. uh, until I find help with um, therapy yeah cognitive behavioral I think that's the name in English that's right. yeah 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 I'm not quite sure no you got <laughs> it right cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. yeah and that was what helped me a lot with my anxiety and OCD and everything yeah, and I've always tried to fi- tried uh, to find a way to help other people because I think it's much more common than people think. Mm-hmm. And I've heard about Anxiety Canada, and I wanted to share a little bit of my story. That's fabulous. I I have a question. You know, you mentioned OCD as being a part of it. Um, yeah. Now, were you experiencing what you knew as anxiety that led to the o- to OCD, or did OCD kind of lead no, you to anxiety? I think, How did that work? Uh, I think. I, I've always had anxiety, but when it started getting worse, mm-hmm. it was the time for me to look for help, yeah. to find some support, some kind of therapy. Yeah. And I didn't have anyone to talk to, actually. I thought that no one would ever understand me yeah. or what I was going through. Right. So I think that led to my OCD, I think, because there was so much anxiety that I was not... I didn't know how to like how to deal with that, and I think that was the main reason because I didn't look for help before like the OCD before I get to the point where it was OCD. Yeah, I think that yeah. yeah. And and I, do you, do you have uh, sort of a, an idea of how you feel like that OCD, you know, s- you know, helped you or, or what what or how that how that works for you? Do you mind me asking that question? How it helped me? Yeah, how it helped you? Like what you know, like. Wh- do, doing like with the OCD and the certain rituals and stuff that you went through, did that help with your anxiety? Actually, I don't think it helped with my anxiety. I think it was a way to relieve, uh, to find some relief for yeah. the anxiety that I was going through in that particular moment. Right. But when you when you do that, it only gets worse. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. It doesn't get any better. Yeah. Like if you do that. It's gonna, it's gonna be like we're gonna wake up in the the next day feeling mm-hmm. even like your OCD is not gonna be better. Yeah. Like it helps with the the anxiety anxiety that you're going through on that particular moment mm-hmm. on that time, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't help at all. So I guess you have to just face it and kind of like. 
try to do something to forget about the anxiety and not, and not do those kind of like rituals, you know? Yeah. And so when it came to, when it came to getting help, did you get help in Canada or did you get, receive any help in your No, the, I, I started having OCD symptoms when I was 17. Yeah. I only moved a one year and a half ago. So I found help in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad is a doctor, so like what he thought would be a good idea was for me to get into like medication. Right. But I don't think that's very helpful with OCD. I think it's helpful when you have like some sort of depression. Right. And I never had depression. I had right. OCD. Yeah. So I I ended up finding a friend who had the same issue that I had. Yeah. She had OCD too, and she was like, "You have to go through therapy." through therapy and mm. that's what it's going to help you yeah. to overcome like this issue so that was when i found um cognitive behavioral uh, therapy mm-hmm. and that's what helped me to uh, go through that yeah. yeah and and have you continued to do therapy here in canada i did for i did for many years in brazil but when i moved yeah. i i did i don't think it's very accessible right because it's very expensive. It, it, it is very expensive in Brazil, but even more expensive in Canada. Interesting. And um, I find some help at my school, mm-hmm. uh, but only once a week. They are always like very busy because obviously they have a lot of students, especially international students, yeah. going through a lot of like anxiety issues because they're away from home. Yeah. And But finding a private help here would be so expensive for me right now. So oh. I don't have... Um, symptoms now obviously i have some thoughts about it yeah but i know how to control it i think after some time you'll learn uh, how to like identify like the trigger yeah and uh, you know but it would be awesome to have i think everyone should go through therapy it's not not just um people who suffer like of uh, ocd or some sort of anxiety or depression or something like that. I think everyone should go through therapies. I, I just don't think it's very accessible here. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that uh, because it, 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 did you find it generally... So I guess you say it's not accessible because of cost to you because I yeah, assume because you're, not, you're not yeah. a Canadian citizen at this point. No, obviously there are a lot of um, good professionals. I just don't find it accessible because of uh, it's pricey. Right. For me, because I'm from Brazil and like my parents pay for my expenses here. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of very like if I find a, a private um, counselor or something or mm-hmm. a therapist, mm-hmm. it's going to be super expensive for me. But I'm pretty sure people can find help here, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, since I have somebody who's from a distinctly different culture on the phone, it's interesting to find out um, what is the what's the general feeling about mental health uh, in your country. Um, you know, are there, are there the same stigmas? How, how are people I, with that? Yeah, I think there are, there is a lot of stigma everywhere, mm-hmm. but I find, uh, I find it easier to talk about it in Brazil than here in Canada. Is that right? Like in, in general, so person to person, you'd find it easier in Brazil? I think, um... We don't. First don't of all, we, us Canadians don't take it personally. Um, I just, I just find it. Uh, it's, it's interesting to hear about, you know, other cultures and their perception of, of mental health. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying that they judge. I just think uh, people are more, more private about that subject here than mm-hmm. in Brazil. I would talk about it. Um, feeling more comfortable with my Brazilian friends, I guess. 
Yeah. But I think there is a lot of stigma everywhere. I think, and I think people talk a lot about depression and like general mental health issues, but they don't talk much about anxiety and other um, sort of like anxiety and like how it manifests like OCD and like panic attacks and those kind of things. I don't see people talking about that. Mm -hmm. And it's as debilitating as uh, depression. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of really sad that people don't talk about that, and people don't find like if I um, had if I had found uh, help before maybe I would never have have had OCD, mm-hmm. but I spent so many years without telling anyone about my anxiety issues. Yeah. I got to a point that it was um, so bad, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the yeah that's one of the. Um you know, is one of the issues and things about anxiety is for, you know, my experience, I find that it's, it's kind of, it's often sort of a foundation affliction that happens and, and you get anxiety and that can lead to depression, that can lead to OCD. Oh, it's, totally. It's very important totally. to tackle that anxiety kind of earlier on. And, and, you know, you, you, you didn't quite get on top of it right away because you said you weren't open about it or you couldn't, you know, you just didn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's certainly empowering. Uh, you felt it empowering to open up about it here what how did you how did you get how 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 is it that i'm talking to you how did how did you get associated with anxiety canada Uh, and and, actually from school um i'm doing a project for anxiety canada so i'm super excited about it okay let's hear about it um we are still like on the first stage uh, but we are trying to come up with marketing strategy uh, project uh, a marketing project for anxiety canada Wow. Okay. So, and that's sort of uh, what 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 degree are you working towards in your school? Uh, I'm taking a marketing management program. Okay, yeah. and you're and so you're working with Anxiety Canada to help them with marketing stuff. Yeah, me and my group. Yeah. Okay. So, how many people do you have in your group? Uh, other five people. And are other people in your group are they affected by anxiety as well, or are they just mm-hmm. sort of business students, etc.? I think they're very curious about. Uh, one of them told me that she didn't know if she had anxiety or not, and then, and then she was like super excited to work with Anxiety Canada because she didn't know. Oh. And I was like, how come you don't know if you're like an anxious person? And she was yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be awesome for you to maybe get some information yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, so often it takes people a long time to find that word that defines how they're feeling. Um, yeah, you know, they're feeling something, but they don't have a name for it. And until somebody, you know, comes along and says, I feel the exact same thing and it's called anxiety. Um, yeah. you know, when they, when they fi- figure that out for a lot of people, that's, that's a big part of surging into the, you know, into the battle with anxiety and, and to deal with lang- anxiety long term. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I think people don't talk about it much, so they feel kind of lonely. I feel that they I, I feel that they feel that they don't have anyone to talk to, that they are going to be judged. That's what I felt when I first, ha- first had my anxiety symptoms. And then when I had OCD, it was even like more like I was like, people are going to think I'm crazy, you know? Yeah, of course. And how am I going to tell my dad that I, I take 20 showers a day? because I want to get rid of, like, germs, for example. You know, people think you're crazy. Yeah, if you, like, wash your hands, like, a hundred times a day yeah. until, like, your hands start, like, bleeding, yeah. people think you're crazy. Yeah. They don't take it, um, like, they don't, like, they don't feel like, it's not, they don't, 
not everyone. Obviously, people do, but most of them don't feel like compassion. They just judge. They they just think you're crazy. So it's kind of nice to relate to other people to talk more about that yeah. and to to know that you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 it's also what's good about this too. It's not only talking about people talking to people who have anxiety and letting them know they're not alone, but talking to people now who maybe maybe need to understand anxiety a bit more. Um, not yeah. necessarily the fact that they may have it, but maybe someone in their life has it. Maybe something that you're talking about that or I'm talking about resonates with them and puts that name on it that it's anxiety and that there's a lot of tools out there to help. Yeah, and have some, some respect and compassion for what they are feeling. Because I think, for example, my family still don't understand what I, I went through. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's very nice what you guys are doing. Well, it's very nice for you to be a part of it. I really appreciate it. <laughs> me too. Okay. Thanks very much uh, for talking Thank to me, you. Camilla. Okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. And if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Until next time.